Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow with OCPHA Podcast, and welcome to another episode. And this week, we'll actually be doing something a little bit different, and we'll be going over five facts that you may not know about pharmacy. And this is in celebration of the ending of Pharmacy Week. So let's get right into it. So fact one, did you know that Benjamin Franklin was a pharmacist? Well, technically, there weren't any actually termed pharmacists back then in the colonial times. So he was technically a druggist or a colonial apothecary. However, a lot of what we see pharmacists do today are also activities that druggists did back then. So, you know, for example, compounding is a niche practice today, but that was basically the majority of practice back then. Druggists had to get all their materials either physically gathered by local resources or through importing them from Europe. Another example of this is counseling. So most of the counseling that pharmacists do today was also conducted back then. But the difference is that colonial druggists were closer to physician practice and actually did house calls and even delivered babies or performed minor surgeries. Talk about advanced practice, right? And finally, residencies were actually the primary method of how druggists would gain their training from other druggists. The interesting thing about residency back then in the hospital setting is that there was less of a separation in pharmacy practice and physician practice. So pharmacists or druggists ended up learning how to evaluate, diagnose, and prescribe medications just like a physician. And in addition, they also needed to know their role to fill and dispense the medication. So fact two, did you know that pharmacy folks were responsible for a lot of the different favorite drinks we have today? So I don't know how I really feel about this, but you know, some of the popular drinks and maybe even unhealthy drinks were actually discovered by pharmacists or technicians. So there's several I want to talk about. The first one is Coca-Cola. So Dr. John Stith Pemberton has an interesting story in his own right, where he actually started off as a medical doctor and practiced surgery and medicine. And after years of doing it, he went to open a pharmacy drugstore in Columbus. He sustained a saber wound, that's really painful, I'm pretty sure, uh, to his chest and ended up being addicted on morphine for pain. He wanted to fight his addiction in 1866, so he started experimenting with painkillers to make something that was morphine-free, and this resulted in his first concoction he called Dr. Tuggle's Compound Syrup of Globe Flower. So it used like a derivative of buttonbush, which is a toxic plant from Alaska. And he also experimented with coca wines and ended up adding extracts of cola nut into the concoction that he would later call Pemberton's French wine coca. So in 1886, he was forced to create a non-alcoholic version of his drink. And long story short, this became the first iteration of what we know today as Coca-Cola. So I said that there was more than one drink, right? So the other drink happens to be Dr. Pepper. Charles Alderton was also an American pharmacist and the creator of Dr. Pepper. His story is not as dramatic and interesting in my opinion, but he basically noticed that people were getting tired of traditional flavors. So he experimented over and over until he found, um, you know, a 23 ingredient combination mixed with phosphoric acid that will become what we know today as Dr. Pepper. What you may not know though, is that Dr. Pepper was introduced to the world one year before Coca-Cola was. There's also one more drink that I want to briefly mention, but don't want to get into too much detail since we got a lot more trivia to talk about, is Werner's Ginger Ale. So this is the oldest surviving ginger ale soda in the US. 
that's still currently manufactured. And it too was created by a pharmacist by the name of James Werner in 1866. So he identified 19 ingredients to replicate a ginger ale at the time that he liked. But, you know, he was called off to war and he left his syrup base in an oak cask. And after the war is over, he returned to the aged syrup and it ended up being the ginger ale we know today as Werner's. Alright, so the next fact, fact number three, is did you know the first licensed pharmacist was in the French Quarter in early 1800s? So prior to the 1800s, you didn't really need any license to actually be a pharmacist. And if you, you know, if you've gone to some of the pharmacy conferences that were held in New Orleans, you may already know that there's a pharmacy museum over there. That's because in the 1800s, Louis DeFilo Jr., he became the first ever licensed pharmacist in the French Quarter. Uh, this occurred because in 1804, the state governor passed a law that required licensure for anyone to practice as a pharmacist. Fact number four, did you know that Agatha Christie was also a pharmacist? So Agatha Christie, if you don't know the name, was famous for her many detective novels and short stories in the early 1900s. Her genre primarily focused on murder mysteries and crime fiction. In uh, about 1915, she actually became a pharmacist and started to work at a local hospital. In her time as a pharmacist within the hospital, she gained some knowledge into different types of poison out there. So because of her knowledge in poisons, she ended up uh, using some of those poisons like thallium in her post-war crime novels. This is also why if you read some of her novels that actually have poisons in it, they're very accurately detailed in terms of the descriptions of someone suffering through the poisoning using these substances. Fact number five, the last one is, did you know that the oldest prescriptions were actually found in ancient Egypt? Pharmacies and pharmacists are a big profession today, but they also existed back in ancient Egypt. So there were records found a number of years ago that originated in ancient Egypt. And these records were basically prescription records that include a whopping 700 different drugs. And these were found to be dated 1500 BC. Super interesting to me when I found out. Alright, so I hope you guys found this episode to be a fun little break from our typical topics. And I hope you had a great pharmacy week and see you next episode.